0: Hello and welcome to Elder Health Connection, a podcast where I gather innovators in elder healthcare to discuss their unique perspectives on caregiving and care receiving. My name is Caroline Morris and I use my combined experience in biochemistry, physical therapy, health coaching and growing up next door to my grandparents to dig deep into the complexities of aging and then draw out practical solutions that can fit into your life. I record this show from my home in Alexandria, Virginia, sometimes with the input from my dogs, Benny and Barry. Thank you for joining us today. Welcome to Elder Health Connection. Today, we are kicking off a series called What is Aging? And we are leading off with the skeletal system. So, our skeletal system is our bones and our joints. And we'll do an overview of what happens to the system as we age. Now, as I go through this, I want you all to keep in mind that this is what's now considered to be normal aging, but normal is kind of a misleading term. so it's really the average of what's observed among people. It doesn't mean it's optimal aging. it doesn't mean it's how our body functions at its best. It's just what's commonly observed. So normal tends to change over time as our as the way we live changes across the ages or our nutritional status are different. Um, environmental factors. So this is what's considered normal for now. (laughs) So let's get into the skeletal system. So we're going to talk about four different components of it today. We're going to talk about our bones, our cartilage, which is in our joints, the discs that are between our vertebrae and our spine, and then the blood supply to our bones, cartilage, and discs. So what we see with bones as an overview is we lose bone mass over time. We increase in bone turnover. So it's a bit of a myth that once our bones are formed and we reach our full height, that they just stay as they are. Our bones are constantly remodeling throughout our entire lives and what happens as we age is there's kind of a mismatch in this remodeling process so the cells that are responsible for building new bone there aren't as many of them and they're not as active whereas the cells that are responsible for breaking down old bone There are more of them as we age, and they're more active. So this results in fewer bone cells overall, and it makes it harder for the bone to respond to different stressors. So um, the most common stressor we can think of is a fall that puts a big unusual stress on the bone. And on a young bone, that tends to not be a big issue. But on an older bone, it can lead to fractures. Our cartilage is next. And that is what lines most of our joints. Cartilage is a living substance. It is living cells, but it does not have what's called vascular supply it does not have a good blood supply to it which is often why cartilage tears don't repair themselves so that's something to keep in mind with our cartilage it is alive it doesn't have good blood supply which means healing is impaired in it as we age our cartilage becomes less thick So it has less ability to cushion our joints, and it's less strong. So again, as with our bone, it doesn't respond quite as well to stressors, mechanical stressors or different tensions on it. It also becomes more rigid and less flexible with the way the collagen is behaving, which is the protein structure within the cartilage and we have different cellular changes in the cartilage that makes it less likely to respond and keep itself in a healthy state. The discs in our spine, they're called intervertebral discs. So the discs between the vertebrae, they, the way I was first taught about the anatomy of the disc was to think of a jelly donut. So one of those donuts without a hole in the middle, and there's the jelly filling in the outer layer. That's sort of the structure of the, of the disc. So what happens as we age is those discs tend to become dehydrated. So the jelly portion is less liquid, less volume in it. And this is where a lot of our loss of height comes from as we age. The protein structure within the disc also starts to break down. So, if you think back to the donut, that protein structure would be the gluten giving the springiness to the donut. So, in the disc, that springiness is lost as well, which again makes it less able to bear weight and it starts to shrink and collapse and there are different cellular changes as well that can lead to increased cell death within the disc. All of this is coupled with the blood supply to our bones and our discs changing as well. So what we see with our blood vessels is that they get hard and stiff, which makes it a little bit harder for the essential nutrients to transfer between the blood vessel and the bone and disc. So what do we do with all of these changes? So just to summarize with our bone, we lose bone mass and that's a lot of that is due to the remodeling process getting a little bit out of sync where there's more bone breakdown as opposed to bone growth. Our cartilage also becomes less thick and less supple. Our discs become dehydrated and have trouble bearing weight. And then our vessels are hard and stiff, making it less likely that they can transfer nutrients and remove waste from our bone and disc tissue. So I'll speak at least from what I know some from a physical therapy perspective what we can do with aging of the skeletal system is to slow down bone loss through weight what's called weight bearing exercise so that remodeling of bone like we talked about is always happening so if we do exercise that involves weight bearing or resistance training we're providing a good stress to the bone to signal more activity for bone formation. Now we have to be careful with it depending on the degree of bone breakdown in the individual person. But that's one of the benefits of working with a physical therapist is you would know exactly what amount of activity your skeletal system is capable of doing. For someone with osteoporosis, which is that very low bone density, if we're at the point where we can't do a lot of weight-bearing activity, we can at least teach the person how to align their skeleton, so how to fix or um, modify their posture, and how to complete their different activities throughout the day in a way that will reduce the risk of a fracture in those bones that aren't very dense. The posture can also help quite a bit with the spine with these collapsed intervertebral discs where we can lengthen the spine and get some of the compression off of the disc to allow them to rehydrate a bit, or at least to provide some relief from the, the vertebrae pressing down on each other with a lot without a lot of cushioning. For our other joints where we have cartilage loss, we can also do strategies to create more space within the joint, so it's less of that bone-on-bone sensation that comes when we have thinned cartilage. And with the vasculature problem and really all of the, which plays into everything, we can also help you in promoting aerobic exercise to improve the health of the vascular system, which can flush out inflammation and it can improve the transfer of oxygen and other nutrients from your blood supply to your bones and discs. From a coaching perspective, some things we can do are to help you, first of all, actually do all of these activities that you might learn about in physical therapy and carrying them on in the long term so they just become a part of your life. We can also go into more of the in inflammation aspect of aging which we didn't really talk about in the overview but what underlies a lot of these processes is low-level chronic inflammation in the body and so in a coaching relationship we often have more opportunity to go into all the different avenues for reducing inflammation in the body it could be through nutrition it could be through stress reduction it could be through improved sleep habits sleep hygiene could be through just finding more enjoyment in your life that helps to reduce the overall inflammation in your body so there you have our overview of aging of our bones and joints I hope you will join us for our next installment of our What is Aging series in the upcoming episode. Thank you for joining. If you would like to learn more about working with me for physical therapy or health coaching, head over to carolinemorris.com and you can click on the Work With Me link. I'll also link an article that goes over these processes of aging in much more detail than what I covered today. It is pretty heavy on the medical biological terminology, um, but if you're up for it, you can go ahead and check it out. Thank you so much for joining me and I'll see you next time. This podcast is provided for informational purposes only and does not create a provider-patient relationship between us. If you have questions about your health, please speak to a qualified health professional. If you would like to learn more about working with me as your qualified health professional, please visit carolinemorris.com. Did you know that gratitude is good for your health? If you found value in this episode, Please share it with a friend and leave a rating or review. To keep the connection going, subscribe to Elder Health Connection on your favorite podcast player to get immediate access to upcoming episodes. Thank you for listening. With love and gratitude, Caroline.